I um, I once overheard two Yidden talking, and one asked the other, "What are you doing on Yom Tiv? And the other one's very offended, and I don't blame him because that Yom Tiv, that day that he referred to Yom Tiv was December twenty fifth, <laughs> which is obviously not a Yom Tiv. But the truth is, uh, today is a Yom Tiv. Today is a very special Yom Tiv. Gemara says in the end of Tainus that one of the greatest Yom Tov Yidden had was Tezvav Ba'av, as the Mishnah says. And the Gemara wonders what's so great about Tezvav Ba'av. So one of the Pshatim Gemara is that that's the time they stopped cutting wood for the, for the Mizbeach. And when they finished the Mitzvah, it was a great Yom Tiv. Now that really needs Hezbah. Is that a Yom Tiv? When you finish doing a Mitzvah, you're deprived of a Mitzvah? So Rabbeinu Gershman, that Gemara says, they finished the mitzvah and there was more time for learning. Now they had more time to devote to learning. Apparently, the greatest Yom Tov Ayyidin is when a person has more time to learn. So I want to thank Rabbi Gadesman for inviting me to this Yom Tov that Ayyidin are coming together to learn on a legal holiday. That's really turning the Choyal El HaKodesh HaKodoshim because really that's what really makes the Yom Tov that we have more time to learn. And hopefully, right okay, you're right, but more specifically, it's, it's a day of simcha. And what do you do on a, a yom tiv? You obviously have simcha's yom tiv. So I want to share with you a beautiful sugya, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. I've often come to the conclusion that the question that we have today, the various foods, is another expression of a stakal veraisa ubara alma. The Bernstein gave us questions. Not, not we have the we, we have this food and we have to know what the brach is. The Barsham gave us these foods to give us the opportunity to delve into his beautiful Torah. Today we'll talk about a host of, of new contemporary Hilchas Brachas questions. Just mention a sampling to whet your appetite. Of course, the not so new food of called sushi, what brach is that? Is a cereal crispix, as I'll explain when we get to it. And probably since the Torah was given, there wasn't such a challenging food. Today we have um, great tasting antacids. Can you imagine? A person has a stomach, he has to have flavored antacids. Do you make a bracha on that? Is that a bachala bracha? I had a question, uh, I guess you would say, Yeshiva Shishayla, someone, he buys salted sunflower seeds and he first puts it in his mouth and enjoys the salt. Do you make a bracha on the salt and then on the, the adama on the seed? And a host of other questions. But here's the, uh, the um, point I'm going to try to bring out today. We're going to clarify one yesoid, and then we could say the answer to all the questions are the same answer, zil basataima. Once you understand, I guess, the dynamics of the sugya, the way the sugya works, you'll have the answer to all of our shilas. So basically the answer is zil basataima. Now, what is the time? Let me, let me explain. We know that one of the basic klolem of Hilchus Brachas is Ikka v'tafel. You make a brach on the Ikka, and there's no brach on the tafel. Let's take an American marshal. You have French fries with ketchup. You make a dama on the French fries. There's no shakal on the ketchup. Presumably, ketchup is a shakal. The question is, how do you eat the ketchup without a bracha? The basic klal, rule number one in Hilchus Brachas is, Asa la'odam bracha. And if he does, it's mo'al. It's tantamount to stealing, embezzling. So how do you eat that ketchup without a bracha? 
even on a granule of sugar, a person is required to make an appropriate bracha. So why is ketchup different? But that's only part of the question. Because as we know, there's, there's not just the simple ikvatafel, like french fries and ketchup. There's a, a pretty more sophisticated type of ikvatafel. The nushas is in brachas that have And this was a, a food that we no longer have. That's what the Yishayim already say. But they used to have a fish that was so salty, it was almost inedible as is. You weren't able to eat plain salty fish. So the way they ate the fish was they had the fish with bread. And the bread was there to offset the very salty taste of the fish. Says the Mishnah Baruchas Mandal, and I quote, Heviu lefanov meliach betchila, note the word betchila, but they brought him a salty fish, upas imoy, and you have it with bread, you make a shackle on the fish and no brach on the bread. Because the bread is a tuffle. Then the Mishnah adds, sort of concludes, that's the general rule of thumb. Which means, if you have a primary food and a, a, a secondary food, you make a brach on the ikka and you pat it at tfeila. So now we have a very interesting form of ikka tfeila, that you make a brach on fish and no brach on bread. But it's deeper than that because we notice the word chila. They brought the salty fish first. Says the taisis yamtiv, that's the machab of madani yamtiv. What does it mean chila? He says a tremendous aside. This is not that they put the fish in between two pieces of bread and they had a sandwich like Kairach by the Sedanite. That's, I guess, more understandable Ikevatafel. This, they first ate the fish independently and then they had the bread independently. But since the bread is only there to offset the extreme saltiness of the fish, it's considered a tuffle. You're not eating it together. Tchila, you ate the fish. Then you ate the bread. And even so, it's an ikka v'tafel. Wow. That's three chadushim in this simple Mishnah. The, the fish is not cooked with the bread or baked with the bread. It's not even eaten together. But the most surprising chiddush is, well, how could bread be a tafel? You learned it earlier in the Aflam The Gemara says in the Brachis, if you have a, a, a cereal, even though the primary ingredient is honey, but since there's a Zionist component, since the flour is there, since you have a Zionist component, it becomes a Zionist. Zionist is never, never negligible. Kosh game pass. So Takataisa says that's the Chiddush of the Mishnah, even passes a tafel. But how do you understand it? So the answer is there is a regular ik of a tafel that you're eating two foods together. But there's something you're only eating the second food to help with the first food. You're not even eating it because you enjoy the bread. I'll give you a very extreme muscle, but it's a good muscle. The bread is like a fire extinguisher. It's just to, 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 to dilute the saltiness of the fish. You're not eating bread because you want bread. That's called a tuffle gummer. And even bread, even chamesh is mean a dog on bread, primary food, 
can and is a tuffle. So we have established one important yesoi, this ik of a tuffle regarding even bread. Then we have another example in the Gemara. Also, we don't have this today, but it's an interesting marshal. The Gemara says in Brachas Mem Aleph, if you have a radish and an olive. Put up the Sadaid Gemara, please. The radish is the main part of the food. The, but since the radish has a very sharp texture to it, you eat the, the olive to offset the sharpness of the tznoin, of the radish. Says the Gemara, you make a adama on the radish and no bracha on the zayis. Says the rush, why is that so? Because ikavatafel. Now here we have again a double chiddush. First, we're eating first the radish and then you're having the, the, the zayis. How is it ikavatafel? And also zayis is the shiva saminim. How do you ignore Zayas? But the answer to both is like we said earlier, because this is you're not eating the Zayas you like to taste. It's sort of a fire extinguisher from the, up to the sharpness of the snain. So therefore, even chamesh is mean a dog, and even bread is bottle. Certainly, Zayas is bottle. So we have two interesting examples of the tuffle. The question came up before: Why should a second difference? Take away Iker and Tuffle. So Iker Tuffle means it's what is no, it? Right. The other that's physically? right. That, that's 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 Tchila. Even if it's even if it's not together, it's still Iker Tuffle. You're right. He's right. The question is good. It is Iker Tuffle. That's the Chiddush. Even that. Now I'll give you two more examples that will uh, alleviate that person's concern. When you make a Maitzi on bread and then you have a, a piece of gefilte fish, you don't make a brach on gefilte fish. Why not? You're not eating it with the bread. So that's partial. That's ikka v'tafel because the bread is the ikka. I'm not eating the fish with the bread. I want to have the, the the vegetables in the main course. I'm not eating with the bread. So that's even a a more distant ikka v'tafel. But once bread is primary to the meal, all foods are secondary and subordinate to that bread. So you make a breakfast and you have bread for breakfast or for supper or for shabbosuda. That's also ikka v'tafel, even though it's distanced from time. And another obvious, which maybe you didn't put two and two together, when you make Kiddush Shabbos by Enshul, you make a guffin on the wine, you have a revias, and then you have a cup of soda or a cup of coffee, you don't make a bracha on that drink. Why not? I'm not mixing the coffee with the wine. So Gemara says, Yeah, I am to call me in How did that work? Also, it's that long distance, Ikevatafel. The bracha on the wine goes on the drink. So now we have some expanded. Horizons of Ikevatafel. But one thing we have to clarify, and then we're going to apply this more specifically, and that is true, we live with the Muna, but as I always say, you don't learn with the Muna. You have to figure things out. How does Ikevatafel work? If the starting point is even a shred of Hanor cannot be realized without a bracha, how can you have the Hanor of eating a piece of bread? After fish, and I make a bracha. So here we come to a famous chakira. I think Rabbi God has mentioned it already once, or someone mentioned it, that we can understand ikavatafel in two different ways. Either we could say Chazal mandated a bracha on main foods, something that's secondary is not so important, and there's no bracha required. But that's not logical because any morsel of food requires a bracha. Well, what's more probable is to understand things differently and be, we could say, First of all, it's not logical that even a tuffle 
is exempt from a bracha categorically. Why should that be so? But more than that, look at the lustrum of the Mishnah, the source of Ikah Tafel. Kol shu Ikah v'imay tefela. It doesn't say ignore the Tafel. Mavarech ala Ikah. What's the next word? Upaites atefela. That means the bracha on the Ikah on the French fries goes on the ketchup because halacha views a Ikah Tafel as one food. And therefore, this French rice ketchup combination is a hadama on every bit of it, including the ketchup. And the expanded ikivatafel is that salty fish followed by bread is also one achila. And although there's a distance of time in between, but the ikivatafel mechanics applies as well. And the, the shackle on the fish covers paita the bread, just like the kiddish yayin. Pat is the coffee, and just like the bread by Shabbosuda, pat is the the the, the broccoli that you have uh, by the main course. So too, ikivatafel works that it's poita, and the chazanish. That it's two things that have similar brachas. Who said Gafka? Can we get to that soon? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna get here. Okay, I'm gonna get to that soon. Hold. So, but the chazanish adds an interesting raya. And he says like this, imagine a person is home with his salty fish, very salty fish. We don't have even salted herring, we could eat plain, but he has no bread. He decides to brave it. I'm today, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna eat plain bread, plain salty fish, and I'll survive. He makes a shackle on the salty fish. He maybe makes a little vidui, <laughs> and he tries salty fish. And if he has two bites, he's very, very salty, but what could he do? Someone knocks on his door, I have a gift for you, a loaf of bread. Hamasha, Eliona lives in bread. Now he's, oh, let me, let me eat the bread. Does he have to make a bracha on that bread? So Tais says he does. Greg the Chazenish, if you hold Tuffle doesn't require a bracha, so why, have to, why do you have to make a moiti on the bread? The Teretz is, it's not that it, it's, 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 it's not important. The very good, the bracha on the fish covered the bread. But if you didn't have a mind, you didn't anticipate getting the bread, it can't pata. So the Chazanish uses this toysis to prove his point that there has to be a pointer mechanics to, to make Ikevatafel work. Avada, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. You're asking a good question. Let me ask you another question that you have to think, okay? Let, let's say a person on a strict diet, but he's allowed to have one cheese Danish per day, okay? And he gets a cheese Danish that all, all parties can agree is exactly a kazayis, no more, no less. Okay? And he eats the cheese Danish with great relish. It's pretty small, but it's a kazayis. Does it make an alamichia? So the question is like a no-brainer. Of course it makes alamichia, right? No. Because don't forget, a cheese Danish has some part of it that's cheese. Now, when we were growing up, there was a lot of cheese. Today, it's, you know, zeichel lechorben. Now, the price goes up and the cheese content goes down. But Lamaisa, part of it is cheese. So you can't make an alamichia if a kazayis of cheese anish, which part of it is cheese, right? That's certain that you don't count uh, a layer of cheese into the kazayis. Mitzarif, that's something else. But to make an alamichia, if there's not a kazayis of, of flour, even you count the sugar and you count the cocoa, but you can't count a layer of cheese. That all place can agree. So Taisis. The, the, the Paiskim say this, and 
basically, you'll have to make a bernafashis on that cheese danish. A mazainus is the right bracha, but, that, but the bracha will be a bernafashis. So the plotzki goy in the meshiva's nafesh in his tshuva, who has the same hakir like we mentioned, but he predated the other goyalim, and he says, from this halacha that you make a, a, a mazainus and bernafashis on the same food, illustrates the point clearly that it has to go out plater. And if you can't make an alamichia because it's not enough grain, what bracha do you make? So here we have another beautiful yisoid to adding to our collection. Okay, so now let's review our yisoid and we'll go through many shilas and the answer to every one of them you'll see is zil Basically, there's no free rides in Eilam Hazer. That's the old Yisoyed, but in Hilchas Bracha, certainly. No food can be enjoyed without a proper Bracha. The Chiddush of Ikeh is that we look at it as one food. Loimi boy, a piece of cake that is baked uh, with, with mezoinus and sugar and, and, and uh, raisins and, and, and peanuts, it becomes one. But even ketchup on French fry, that's really two foods together. And even salty fish and bread that's eaten one after the other, as long as it, it can be construed as a ikiv tofel, one bracha suffices. But not that there's no bracha on the tofel. The bracha on the ikka covers the tofel. In a scenario that there is no conceivable bracha on the, on the, the bracha on the, cannot go on the tofel, a new bracha will be required on the tofel. So now sit back and enjoy. Let's see how much we can do in the time that we have. Let's say a person has, we'll go back to the simple muscle, french fries and ketchup. And he knows Allah, he make an adama, but he feels guilty. He's very from, quote unquote. How could I eat ketchup without a bracha? I can't do this. So he makes an adama on the French fries, bites into it. Then he makes a shackle on the ketchup. How would you label this from kite? Right. No, I'm sorry. We call that krum kite. So the Maganavram and Kufsamachesid cotton chavbeis. Call that a brachal of Atala. Now, Rabbi Gadisman was very mild in his, in his criticism of this person. But there's a strong condemnation. This person was Ivan a brachal of Atala. Now, what Rabbi Gadisman meant to say was, let's say this same from person was a little more creative. He first said, I can't do this. I can't eat ketchup at a brachal. He takes a spoon of ketchup and makes a shackle. And then he eats it. Then he eats the French fries with the, with, and he makes a brachal on that. What did he do? There's a world of a difference between Rachel of Atala, that's like Samas of the Raisa, and Goyim that's at most the Rabbanan. But Lachar, it seems to be the same thing. Rabbi says, isn't it beautiful? When someone made Adama on French fries and ketchup, so take out your Torah glasses and see he made a bracha on the ketchup. Now you're making another bracha on the ketchup? It's like making a mazayinus on the cake. I want to be very firm and make another bracha. That's not a bracha, Shein, it's What's that called? Bracha levatala. That's the worst thing to do. But let's say he first made a shackle on the ketchup. He could have avoided it, but he's doing nothing wrong because he didn't have an adama to patter it. So the bracha on the ketchup was unnecessary. He created the necessity, but it's not a bracha levatala. Do we agree? What happens if they brought in the ketchup only 10 minutes later? Then he has to make another bracha because there was no... Then the rub agrees he makes another bracha? Obviously, that's Tysus. But this is a, it's not a nuance. It's a world of a difference. 
Because when you make Adama on the, on, the, on the French fries and the ketchup, don't feel guilty. You made Adama on the ketchup. To make a shackle on the ketchup is a bona fide bracha levatala with all its severity. Same thing. It's, he's, 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 he's creating a need for a bracha that doesn't exist, but it's not the brunt of bracha levatala like the other case. Okay, question. I had the shout on the yeshiva and I had enough from the year of Shemayim, but he has to think a little better. Someone had the question, he has to take a pill, whatever it was. So he knows that Allah is, if you take a water to get down a pill, to drink, to, 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 to ingest the pill, you don't make a brach on the water. But on, if you take any other beverage, orange juice, for example, you make a shackle on the juice. So this fellow asked me, I know you got to make a shackle on the orange juice, but I have a problem because really the ikka is the pill. I'm only taking the juice to get down the pill. So why isn't why we look at the juice like a tuffle and there should be no bracha said even on juice? I said, wonderful question, but you missed the point because it's a fair Mishnah. There's no such thing as a, as a tuffle without a bracha. But if you're not making a bracha on the pill, I'm going to make a bracha. So you have a scenario that there's a bracha on a tuffle that's perfectly necessary. Question. Today, this comes in many forms. Let's talk about um, berry flavored and acids. Okay, very tasty. Some people say, even if they don't have a stomach, they take it. But here's the question. Probably it has to have a good hechsha because it is full of uh, possible potential non-kosher ingredients, but it does have a hechsha. Does he make a brach when he takes that, that tum that he enjoys? A flavored tum. Flavored, yeah. Berry. I'm saying there comes this berry tum. Berry, this cherry. There's, oh, you're not familiar. Okay. He's a uh, Rambam's diet, he doesn't have these problems. But the problem is that it has a good taste. So let's assume, I'm just picking, a, let's say 15% of it is pure food ingredients, f- flavoring, sugar. So you might say, well, dal mahachi, 85% of it is basically, uh, you know, medicine, etc. But this 50%, that's food. Even one granule of sugar requires the bracha kolshkein, you should make a bracha. And Taka, a lot of Paiskim are quoted as saying, if indeed there is a flavor, a good taste to it, you should make a shackle on it. Now, if some Zalman qualified that somewhat, and he said, if it's just there to offset the bad taste of the medicine, but doesn't have a positive good taste, then ignore it. But here we have again a case of a tuffle that requires a bracha. Because the 85% is certainly the ikka. But that's not a, there's no bracha on that. But does anybody eat Tums for okay, the flavor? Okay, so that's good. So I remember when I discussed with Rapam, it has to be at least 21 years ago. And he said, the only, the question is, the starting point, a, a food requires a bracha. Are we certain that a antacid that has perhaps a good taste, but is definitely a non-food, sure. not, sure. right, if I do that, that's, that's the bulk of it. Now, I'm not saying it's a non-food because you pay taxes on it uh, as opposed to food or you keep it in the bathroom, medicine chest. It's just not, if, if, if it doesn't have a Shem Oichel, maybe the small amount is negligible. So that was his aura, like Rabbi Gadesman Balachayim just mentioned. But no doubt about it, those that require bracha, especially if it has a good taste, is because the premise is tuffle is not a free, is not potter. Tuffle needs a patur. And if there's no bracha on the ikka, you make a bracha on the tuffle. Question, a person had a delicious mezoinous um, dry cereal, okay? And it was mezoinous cereal, very flavorful, and he put in milk. What bracha did he make in it? Mezoinous, not in the milk, okay? That's pretty simple. 
Now he finished all the, the, the cereal and there's a little bit milk remaining and there's no cereal in that milk. Now the milk is very flavored from the delicious cereal. So it's a pity to waste it. So of course, when no one's looking, he picks up the bowl and slurps it down. Does he make a bracha now on that milk? And he enjoys it very much. Why not? Very good. You get it. time. Thank you for listening. Zuck the Taz, not about cereal and milk. He's talking about a, 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 a mazoinous pie that has um, cherries on it, whatever, or ice cream on it. He says, what happens if you finish all the mazoinous? You have just a little bit uh, uh, of fruit. It's no longer a functional tuffle because there's no ikka. But, said, but, but it's chal when it's chal. See, he, so he, he, he beat you to the punch. He got me to the punch. Right. But he beat you to the punch. <laughs> punch right? That's right. Right. the Taz, you made a brach on it. Now, if you want to add more milk to that uh, mixture, then you have to make a bracha. But again, it's not an automatic, you show the, you flash the tuffle card. The word is, if it had a bracha on it, it goes. And this, you had a bracha on it. Baruch shekivante. Go on the Next question. Most guys can say that if you enjoy it. See, there's a difference between offsetting and enjoy it, you make a bracha. Uh, could I am not qualifying the taste of Tums. What's that? Do you eat it even if... Okay, I give a share in the uh, Good the Sunday night and someone, before every single share gives out to all the participants, he has a big bag of these we call the candies. He says it kicks you up <laughs> and they don't make a bracha on it. If you taka only use it as a, 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 for his medicinal benefit, does it have any uh, medicinal benefit? Who knows? I'm sure the rub goes to these fancy chasanists. Yeah. Walking away in from the lavish smorgasbord to the chuppah, they have a standing I there see. with a tray, even liquid here too. No. Little candies, which are designed to take the flavor yeah, okay. of the smorgasbord out they of used your mouth. used to have the ices. What's it called? Yeah, yeah, the, 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 yeah, I forgot. They even put on the menu sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So, what's the brachim tanish? That's a tuffle. That's a tuffle gummer. To what? That's, that's, the, it was, it was, it was what you were eating smokes about a half hour earlier. That, uh, there's an English word for that. The ice is uh, intermezzo. Uh, anybody remember what? Intermezzo. No, no, I think it intermezzo. Takes away the taste. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's why you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vada. Vada. Hey, Marin Simcha with Simcha. What are you talking about? So, what's up? What's the Allah? That's a tuffle gummer. If you're not doing a kavanas achila, no bracha. We're gonna get to that. Okay, when you, now, if you don't enjoy it and you only, only, and you only, so make a shako. That's more. But that's Ricola. But you enjoy it when you're sucking it. Make a bracha. If that's definitely an oichel. Most people take it just for the fun of it. Uh, I'm sorry to stop, slow you down for a second here. This is, I'm sure, a macrostomic which is tying a shear on nope. its own. But when does the kavona of object subjective override uh, subjective override can, objective? Can be you, a, this is kavana. kavana. No, no. You tell me yourself. You have a little candy that that's there to. And it's not that you're taking a regular candy and you you're hoping that it has the effect. If this it's if it's designed and it's 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 purchased and it's served to do that, then that's its function. I don't see that as being difficult. This is a little more you know, subjective. Okay, now let's move on because I have to go another share soon. <laughs> but Lamaisa, here's the next question. <laughs> not letting you go so fast. So. What? Not letting you go so fast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> something that, you know, I, I use that word. No, you better than the shiurim. Oh, okay. <laughs> let me tell you something. That um, Tuffle Gamma, none of these shiurim are Tuffle Gamma. They're all great, okay? But Rabbi Geisman is uh, he's too attractive for me. I can't think of it. Okay, let him. Now let's move on, okay? Now, let's say a person ate 
the salt, let's say he ate the, the, the ikka first, and for some reason he did, he made a burner fashas, and then he wants to eat the bread. A little fashlap, you know, fashlap. For some reason. So that, the Mishnah says, then you can't eat the bread without a bracha, because you disconnected the shakal, and it can't go on the bread. Now, this could be an agayagrad, when someone makes kiddush and shul, and he's afraid to make an algefen on the wine, he makes an algefen, and then he wants to have a cup of coffee. Then he would have to make a shackle on that coffee. That's question. Okay. Now, let me ask you a beautiful shayla. Listen closely. Someone had a cup of, wanted to have a cup of coffee at home, and there's no sugar. No sugar to be found. He has no neighbor. He's one family home. So he says, you know what? I'll drink sugar, a coffee without sugar. No problem. He made a shackle, he put a sip. It's not going to go good, but what can you do? Just then the doorbell rings, someone comes home, I heard you need sugar, here's an, a bag of sugar. So he pours it into his coffee, and is thinking, oh, do I make another, another shackle? Ah, he made a shackle a moment ago, but didn't go on the sugar. And the Mr. Brewer says, even though it's the same exact bracha, shackle and shackle, but it didn't pata. So what would you say, gentlemen? Make a bracha, right? So here we have an exquisite chiddush of the Chutzani, of Yisim Karelitz, who he says that you're right. If you eat a tuffle separately, independently, after, you make a new bracha. But if you put it into coffee, and as you know, sugar is a soluble, that not just goes together, but actually liquefies and becomes part of the coffee, not only in its texture, but in halacha. It's bottled to the coffee, and you're allowed to drink it without a bracha. Now that's a chiddush, and Abshlemi Zalman does not quote this, of course, from Nissen, but in the Shmira Shabbos, he has the same shayla, and he says that even though in Hilchas Bittel the coffee is no longer identifiable, but here we're talking about Kilu Mo'al. And Gezel, he says, is never bottled. You laugh, and that's what he says. That was one of the treats for this Yamtiv. Okay? Now I'm going to ask you another question, but you have to think. A person has raisins and peanuts combination. And he eats them together. It's not one after the other. So as you know, raisins are eights and peanuts are dumb. And let's say he decides that by me, the ik is the raisins. So what bracha do you make? Eights. Let's say he likes the peanuts better. So adam. And that part is the raisins? I raisins is the shiva saminum. Yeah, but how could you, how could you say shiva saminum is bottle? However, it's a wrong, it's a, it's a toy, it's my gosh, no? The Gemara is yechiyach, I'm not right. Zayis is also right from the Shiva Sami. Zayis is, yeah. So, that, so that's not a problem. Okay. And it's nine? Yeah, and it's nine. It's good. But here's my question. Now listen to this. Here you can hear a Simchas Yamtu. When I make eights on, on the raisins, it patterns the peanuts? How does it work? Eights cannot yes. pat the peanuts. Even with the Eved. Yes, yeah. The Kasha is every Ikka the top we've had until this day. This is your office number? We had a Ikka that with the Eved, the Baruch and the Ikka could pat to the tafel. You made a shackle on the fish, it could go on the bread because with the Eved, shackle helps the bread. Here we have a unique Ikka the tafel that the eights on the raisins cannot pat to even with the Eved, the peanuts. So how does it work? Which Mishnah? So to give Ega, the Mishnah says this astonishing chiddush that even bread is an Ika. Right? It, it, bread can be a tuffle. Tuffle, I'm sorry. I want to make sure you're listening. That even bread's a tuffle. What are you adding? 
that that's that that's beyond that phenomenal chiddush that breads a tafel. is talking about peanuts and raisins. Not that much, but that's my muscle. That even though the bracha of eight, even b'dieva, cannot pata the peanuts, but since the mechanics of ikibatafel is that it's one food, so now we look at with our Torah glasses that the peanuts is a bayer pre or eight, and it patas the the peanuts as well. So the answer to my question is Beferisha Mishnah, that if Ikavatafel has that clout, that it transforms it into one food, it's not surprising or shocking that the eights on the raisins does exempt the peanuts because now it's our eights. Okay, someone had lakshin and cheese or spaghetti and meatballs, whatever you like, not together, please. And what bracha do you make? Obviously, Mazayinus Dikav. What bracha do you make? Do you totally ignore the meatballs or the cheese? What so, are they? Uh, noodles and meatballs? Spaghetti and meatballs and luxury and cheese. Spaghetti and meatballs. Uh, two shots. Let's, right. let's, 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 let's stick to one. Spaghetti and okay. meatballs. Can the Baalmichia pot to the meatballs? Right. Even though the meatballs are, are what's, that, what's, that, what's that? Which one is the ikker? The meatballs. L'chaira. No. Spaghetti calls you ace by. No, I know it's Koshyeshbay. Lule the din of Koshyeshbay. What are you eating? Together. Spaghetti and meatballs. They're equal? You say they're equal? Whatever, yeah. It's if it's up, it is. Spaghetti is, is, is well, it's irrelevant. Because up to Machab and Reish Yud Bey's Aleph, that this, this mechanics of Ikevatafel goes Lefaner Olachra. And that's the Chiddush. You make a moitzi on bread, you pack to all the foods, Lefaner Olachra. You make a guffin on wine. And you have a cup of coffee or, 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 or a cup of soda, and you make an alagefa, not a burnafashes. But it's poshit, it's zilbasa taima. If we're looking at it as one unit of achila, and now it became a mezoinus, the spaghetti and meatballs, so what's what we're making alamichia on, on, on spaghetti and meatballs? That's all kol kulai, bayre, mine, mezoinus. Why do you know ikar and tafel? Why did you know shiyeshpe alone should allow you to use uh, alamichia? Once it's called okay. Sheyeshboy, there to the shtick mezoinus, and then you make it alamichia. The question is, Mavarach and Mavarach The Mar does not spell out who had din alamichia. I understand, but I'm asking so Mesvara. I, I, I have to also do something here. Mesvara. Mesvara. Could be right. I'm not saying you're wrong. But Lamaisa, at the end of the day, that's the truth. That 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 this this klal is, is a zilbasa timer, and it goes both ways. It's a two-way street. Okay, if we got, we have a time. Yeah, I'm gonna get to that, but I, I have to I have to build up a little bit. Okay, now let me let you have barley seen, soup. You want to know the brachrein and barley soup? If you don't know, we heard we said that earlier. Yeah. If you don't have an alamil, if you don't have a kazayis of 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 of, of, of barley or chalent or chalent, so you make a barnafoshes. That's mama's like I told you earlier. The case of the cheese angels. the mizaynis will be brachrishayna and barnafoshes the brachrein. We'll tell you, we'll, we'll give you the second bounce later, okay? Now, I'm going to tell you a fascinating question, but I need an answer, okay? How much is a gazayas of barley aga lachla maisa? You have to eat a lot of chum to get a gazayas of barley, no? And it's the smayach anyway. Whatever, the size of an egg, half an egg. Okay. Well, maybe, right, maybe, maybe right, maybe right. You have to eat four plates of chum to get, so? And then what, what your nationality is. What do I'm saying? I know your, 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 your rabbits is... Uh, it's totally in the nationality. Some people put, Rabbi Eski told me they put in Bali, Alzmini Gisro. Then it could be it's Batli even Bracha Right. Not, uh, I'm saying, but let's okay. assume it's a, it's I, a I can't give six human one. Let's try to give one and one, okay? There's another sugi. I'm going to hear something that mom is going to make, make your worth, your worth your while to come today, okay? Let's say I'm in an interesting mood on Chalamoid Sukkis. Okay? I went and I bought this salty fish that probably today does not exist. 
but it existed. And I want to, I say it in the covered yam, I go out to my sukkah, I have my salty fish on my right side, I have my piece of bread on the left side. Do I have to go out and eat this salty fish in the sukkah? Why can't I stay in my dining room and eat fish without a sukkah? There's no shtavami, that, salt, that fish is not mechaiv in a sukkah. But then again, I have the salty, I have the bread on, on, on my left that I have to eat. So yesh lachkar, when I have salty fish, is the ikkah. And I have bread with it. The fish is part of the sukkah. The bread is not. Do I have to go in the sukkah by virtue of the fact that there's bread in this combination? Keshvu. What about kosher yesh by, what about kosher? Excellent. Baruch Shekivan, you're batting two for two. That one good today. Three for three. At oh, least. three for three. Okay. Yeah, at least. Gentlemen, you're right. It's a fair Mishnah. It's not a shot that Tuffle doesn't, not on the map, not on the Allahic agenda. The bracha on the ikka pot is the bread. But there's no tour for sukkah because you made a shackle on the salty fish. Who said that besides you? Levushi Mardachai. I don't know if you got around to it in Simon Lamid, who says that it's the ikka, Tuffle is not that it's just discounted and halachically you know, irrelevant. It's very much relevant, but it has a p'tur. So in the chesukah, there is no p'tur. And that seems to be that he was a ungarish, not levush mardechem from the litter, right? No, levush mardechem. The mother of. As much as bread you have, why not? What's the chilek? Yeah, yeah. Oh, very good. Oh, good to see you, Abdaniel. Good to see you. These the old friends from Barabbas before you stole them to Lakewood. Come to my shi'am Barabbas. Anyhow. I don't want to go under the sukkah. I want to go. If I'm not mechuyut, I don't have to. But you're mechuyut too. Very good. I didn't think of that. Ask your grandchildren, how do you have a make a leishav on a shackle? Excellent. Wait. You haven't done anything yet. Let me ask you the next question. Okay? This is a, a daily question. Nothing to do with sukkahs. I buy my salty fish on my right side. I have the bread on the left side. I'm going to have to eat the bread eventually. Do I have to wash the tils yadayim on the bread that I'm going to eat? Forget about a moitzi. I won't make a moitzi. We have to make the wash the tils yadayim now. Yeah, could you bring me a memhe? But it, 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 it's a tafel. So let me tell you something interesting so, that predated the Madarov, Lushi Mordechai. The Heilige Ramo has two Vishal's Ramo. I don't know if you got to it, Simon Aleph. Ramo was asked, incidentally, and if you notice that, brisk. Brisk, it seemed that brisk was always dominant and primary, even in those days. <laughs> it was the Iker over the Tuffel. Amazing, amazing. Such bittle to Chachmi Brisk, you know, they had that primacy then as well. I don't know, they do something right, no? Anyhow, they asked them this question. And the Ramah comes out emphatically that not only there's no brach on the bread, there's no chiyav to wash on the bread. The Morgan Avram quotes a shlod that disagrees. And the Chayr, we can understand the shlod's objection. Because even though the bread is a tuffle, that's only nechaz brachas. But it's not nechaz hatil sedayim. So my question, my appeal for today is, can these two halachas exist peacefully? If you accept Levushim Mordechai's premise that you have to eat that bread in the sukkah, isn't it also muhrach that you're going to have to wash on the bread? Because the Paiskim seem to, Mr. Murtak is machmed, that you have to wash on the bread also. Is there any way to mechalik that taka you have to eat in the sukkah, but there's no chiv until sedayim. I cannot see how these two halachas are not really one. Does anybody have a chilek? Now, I could argue the case and say, well, listen, why taka don't you make a brach on the bread? Because it's a tuffle gomor, I told you. It's like a, it's like a, a fire extinguisher. 
the Chazal were never mechayiv until the time on a fire extinguisher, right? But then I have a question: the Torah was not mechayiv until sukkah on a fire extinguisher. So either you're going to say, you know, forget the lamdus, you're eating bread, you have to eat in the sukkah, then you have to wash also. So if someone tell me Yisrael how to be mechalik within these two dinim, I would very much appreciate it. But I don't think there is a chilik. I think it's really totally zebazeb. If you have to eat in the sukkah, you would have to wash the tilos yadayim and not make amoytzi. Why not? Now, Mr. Brewer says, if you're eating a, a small piece of bread, less than the kezayis, then you can rely on the ramot and the chuvis. But otherwise, he requires you to, make, to, to wash taka with the with bracha. Okay. Question. Someone has, today everything is, a, everything is a possible, and I've seen this. He has a, a carrot salad, ground carrots. That's a dumb, of course. And there's mango uh, chunks to give it flavor. So we're assuming that the mango is primary. I'm sorry, the carrot is primary. So what bracha should it be? Now he looks at it, he goes, oh, I have a, a very unique question. Yes, the Rav. This is the first time in this season that I'm eating mango. He knows that it's a fresh fruit and it's a shachiyano fruit. I'm not getting, I'm not getting, if you do make it, don't make it now at times, but assuming you make a shachiyano. The question is, does he make a shechianu on the mango? There's no eights on the mango. The mango is a tougher. Do you make a shechianu on the mango? And the answer is no. Hit a grand slam. Yes. I call she There's no. the bracha. You have an ikibatafel. But there's no mechanics ikibatafel regarding shechianu. So here, the logistics are a little daunting. You'll make a on the carrot salad, then take out a mango, and then make a shechianu, and then eat it. But there's no Allah, you have to have a bracha to make a shechianu. So here you can have another, you know, how, how is it possible? Very clearly possible. But today we don't do that. Mechaba says, you're right, you're right. Okay, I'm saying, but we don't do it in practice. Lamaisi is right. The Goyen held, you make a bracha on the ear, and the Goyen held that the second night of Hashem does not need a shechianu. And they once brought the Goyen a Shechiyon fruit, and Kedarki made a Shechiyon on the Re'iyah, and didn't use it by the Suda. So there's no doubt about that. Oh, now I'm going to ask something even more fascinating. But listen, please. I know you're listening great. I'm sorry. I always say that. But We're listening to every Nukuda, every question, nuance. Question. You made a Goffin by Kiddush Shabbos. Okay? And you're having a cup of coffee. But you're a, I don't want to date you, but you're a Fatsai to Shayid, and you still have sugar cube, Katsukitsuka, they call it, with your coffee. Hard, so to, find, hard to find. But... I know. I said, Vatsaitish, no? Do you make a shackle on the sugar cube? Why? This is something that's a little intimidating. Because let's, let's identify the sugar cube. The guffin is the, the, the wine is the ikka. The coffee is the tuffle. The sugar cube is a tuffle, the tuffle. How do you classify a second bounce? Tuffle the tuffle. Now let me let me qualify. This. Let me enhance this question. Wait 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 wait. Oh, but that, that that's that, that would be a, that would be the same question. Wait, but I have a better question. What about someone that's a real lamdin? He has a mazayna cereal, throws in blueberries, which is an eight. He throws in a banana or two, which is adama and milk. So what bracha do you make on the whole uh, chalent? Mazaynis. So they have four brachas. So what's so schwer about a tuffle to tuffle? But that's, it's fundamentally different. There, it's one food with four components. That's takamazainis. Here, it's a tuffle to tuffle. 
Where, what is the halacha response to a tuffle, a tuffle? So I'll give you a hint. We have this twice a year in, in America, in Chutzlaretz, and once a year in Eretz Yisrael. Is that a good hint? No. Let me give you a better hint. It's a Beferish Gemara that you probably learned. Because we, we learned the sugya of the salty fish and the bread. Toisvis brings out the point, and we'll soon see it's really Kamad Beferish Gemara, that the starting point really was Peris Genoisa. They made a Bayre Priya 8 on this exquisite fruit that Eretz Yisrael was the bench, that the land where Israel gave off Megadim, beautiful fruit, and that is the Paris of Genoisa. That fruit was so sweet that you weren't able to bear it. You had to eat a salty fish to offset the sweet taste of the fruit. Once you had that salty fish in your taste in your mouth, you needed a fire extinguisher called the bread. But Toy says that's no problem because the eights on the fruit pot is the fish and the fish pot is the bread. And the truth is, there's another chiddish, but it's the same idea that there is a concept of tuffle to tuffle. The chsam soifa in the tshuva does discuss this very case of tuffle to tuffle, I must mention, of sugar cube. And he says, it's not unprecedented. Where do we have tuffle tuffle twice a year in Chutzler? It's once in Eretz Yisrael. So that we, we don't make a dhamma on the, on the mora. Why? Because the karpas pot but, is the mora. The yeah. mora we eat, we don't eat mora plain. We dip it into haroises. Uh, Where's the brach on the haroises? So tuffle the tuffle does not require... How does that drive with the chazanish? How does two tuffles drive with the chazanish? Because... If, because the first it's, time it's, it's a chain reaction of one food. The Shilti the, Gibayrim the speaks about someone that has anis. Now, anis in English is still A N I S E. It's a certain shevis, certain spice. That was eaten with, uh, with the, 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 the drink to offset the taste of the drink. And the drink was part of because of the bread, because you washed. He says, What's the problem? Tuffle of tuffle is a valid entry, so to speak. What's so shvev? If it's viewed as one food, why can't the original bracha on the Paris Gunaisa pata the salty fish and the salty fish pat is the bread? So this concept is not unprecedented. It's actually built into the system, Daf Memdala, when you get to that Mobariches, but that's the the the, the precedent of, of Tafel the Tuff. So it's a double chain. One pat is one which right. is the now, other. But, but, but I let me just want to illustrate this once again. I guess clarity, sometimes by, by, by contrast, you bring out the clarity. When you have four components in a mixture, like the cereal, there you don't have to come on to lambdas. There it's one food. Here it's a chain reaction, perhaps, but it's all the same, you know, understanding that it's a tough or the tough. Now, the next question is, it's interesting. I, I once, in my, one of my first shurim I gave him stone, goes back a few years ago. So I, I said, or the problem told me that ik of a tuffle has to have a certain, you know, a, a certain reality to it. If you have a, a slice of carrot or a pound of mushroom, and you have a piece of gefilte fish under it, and you eat the carrot first, and then you eat the gefilte fish. It's not ikkif a tuffle. Even though it's there for aesthetics, eating the carrot first, it's separate, and the gefilte is first. I said, Marshall, if you go to Kiddush, this was years ago in Eritrea, like maybe if you still have it, I'm sure, they give you the shalmi kugel, and then a pickle. So you make a mazayinus on a kugel, and a pickle adama. So something about the, oh, you made a mistake. I, I, I did make a mistake. You don't understand. The shalmi kugel is supposed to be so spicy that you need the pickle for survival. 
So that would be that's a modern day. Right would be a modern date. That's right. Or maybe bread even. But okay, I don't know. The pickles out of bread. Not so but, sharp. Right, right. Not so sharp. I agree. I mean, to me, I mean, it's more, I, it's more a Michael Dick of that. I wasn't oimed in the oimic of the Zombie Kugel, but that seems to be the purpose of it. Okay, let's go from a different angle, okay? Let's say a person has a ice cream cone, a flavored cone, delicious cone, ice cream on top. Now, lechayra, you can make a mezoinus if you consider one food, and that part is the ice cream. But, you know, if you bite it in the bottom, so if you still remember from the Gears so the, the ice cream starts to drip and get you all dirty, that's not a viable option. So you want to first lick the ice cream and get to the cone, you'll worry about it then. You make a shackle on the ice cream, which again, I'm not saying always, but assuming the ice cream is a tuffle. But, but basically, you want to first lick the ice cream and then eat the cone. Will you then have to make a mazayinus on the cone? Or say, make a mazayinus and, and, and ignore the ice cream. So here we have a unique situation that Lamaisa. The ice cream, again, I'm not saying always, but assuming the ice cream is a tuffle, but here you're eating a tuffle first. Can we still apply the mechanics of ikiba tuffle that only make mazayinus and eat the ice cream independently? This is a true masadeshen that you might have learned in Simon Lamed Aleph. He has a child that someone wanted to drink wine in the morning, but on an empty stomach, he could not tolerate wine. So he first ate berries, a fruit, you know, and then once it was, wasn't an empty stomach, he was able to enjoy the wine. Shumzadeshin at first said, no brach on berries. It's a tuffle. Even bread's a tuffle. But then says Shumzadeshin, that doesn't work. Because why does ikka the tuffle work? The bracha on the ikka pat is the tuffle. Here, you don't have a bracha on the ikka first. So it will be required to make a bracha on the tuffle, berry, and then on the ikka on the wine. So there we see ikka the tuffle indeed we could have a bracha on the tafel before the ikka if it's eaten independently before. Every other case of ikka tafel, it's either together or after. No, no, because you're not to change your eating habits. You're not doing it to create a bracha. You're allowed to eat, a, if you have a piece of gefilte fish, you're allowed to eat, make a shakal, and then have the election kugel for the main course. You're not to say, hey, bring me out the kugel first. You know, because you're eating now. Eating habits are allowed to be honored and followed. So therefore, Interestingly enough, ice cream will first be a shackle and then a mazayinus on the cone. But getting back to our interesting fellow who has a salted sunflower seeds, enjoys the salt. Now, I don't know if he'd be enjoying, it's not a good habit. His sodium level is going to go up. But he, and, and taka sh, uh, um, salt is a shackle, machab is a shackle. He would make a shackle on the, if he taka enjoys it, on the salt and then a hadama on the sunflowers. And that's the chayr pasha. But one thing, again, the point is, if you have a tuffle before the ikka in a legitimate way of doing it, you're not just doing it to create a new chiyah bracha, then indeed the, you make a bracha on the tuffle, and then, of course, a bracha on the ikka. Now I'm going to leave you with uh, a few more questions. And basically, sushi is a pretty interesting food. Sushi has three components in it, and depending on typical sushi. What? Right. <laughs> But I, okay, okay, good question. But Mamaisa, if you have a sushi, it has rice, which is mazainus, unless you, you make different bracha, rice. Then you have fish, shackle, and you have vegetables or seaweed, whatever it is, which is adama. So the question is, what bracha do you make on sushi? So a person might erroneously conclude that, oh, there's mazainus, it's automatically very mean mazainus. Because you know, if there's a mazainus component, 
it's automatically burying me in Mizoinus. Incorrect. Why is that incorrect? Because the Gemara does not say Kol Sheyesh by Mizoinus. The Gemara that we learn Kol Sheyesh by Chameshes, Chameshes, forget, Chameshes mine Dogon. It's not a din in Shiva Saminim, it's not a din in Mizoinus. It's a din in Chameshes mine Dogon. In other words, only one of the five grains. To exclude, that's why you're a little inaccurate, to exclude Zayis, raisins, and to exclude rice, which rice is a mezoinus, but it's not chamesh minadogam. So at the end of the day, rice is not an automatic ikka. So if you want to have your sushi and enjoy it, you have to figure it out. What is your ikka? If you like sushi better, if you like the rice better, it's a mezoinus. If you like the, the, the vegetables, adam. If you like the fish, shahako. What if you One like the combination? What if your side of eating good. sushi is the... That, I was going to that. get to that. I'm going to get that, okay? But Lamaisa, it is not dominant because it's a mezoinus. Because the Mora says, chamesh minadogan, not... Iris. Not, not, not iris for sure, not raisins and not olives. Oh. But now we come to a cereal that I believe was given just for me to give a share because I've enjoyed this, share, this many times. It is unprecedented in halacha, I think, since the Torah was given. And that is a cereal that's called Crispix. Now, let me describe how it's made. It's fascinating. It's a regular cereal about this big. 50%, one side of it is rice flour, which the assumption is is Burmese Mazayna. That's the correct assumption. 50% of it is corn flour. Let's assume that it would be shako because it was ground corn. There's no ikka vatafel. It's eaten together. And there's no rice. So imagine 50% is mezainus and 50% is shako. And there's a cereal. What broch did you make in that cereal? Are you familiar with that cereal? No, none of you are. Okay. But it's phenomenal. This exact, there is no food that there's no ikka v'tafel. So, 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 so if there's no ikka v'tafel, you go bust a roi. But, but there's no, no roi either. What do you do with that? So in almost all the Heintiger books, they write to make two brachas which is wrong. I'm going to tell you, Rabelsky told me more than once and more than twice, keep on mentioning that that's wrong. You can't make two brachas on one food. There's no such thing. That's the, that's the aleph of Hilchas brachas. I would add that it's more logical to flip it. And if it lands on the mezainus, I make a mezainus. That makes more sense than making two brachas. Now, so what do you do? So it, you would think, if it would be a, a, a flour component, you can make a zikha mezainus. But it's, it's rice. And you don't go bust a, the, that that ikavatafel. So Baruch Hashem, last year Rabbi Forshman he has a tshuva in his Arich Yaakov, and he says definitely there's no two brachas. He has a chiddush that since the ma'aser some say rice when it's 50-50, then the rice component is dominant. Then you can make a bari mina mizaynis. But 50-50, you exactly 50-50. That's what he, he brings rice. He, he's very but he, one thing he says there's no having to make two brachas. So getting back to the, the sushi, it, it, getting back to the sushi taka, if it's taka, uh, a, a, a hard shot to call, and the rice is not the ikka, then you have to make a shakal. Because shakal is the lowest bracha that passes everything. But no doubt about it, that the fact that the rice is there does not give it its dominance. And let me leave you with a inyana diyoyma, uh, this is taka bashert, and that's parashat yechi connecting to our shir. How is that? So zilbasa tahima. The Pasik says we're going to learn it uh, this Shabbos. Naftali Ayola Shlucha, Hanoi said Imre Shefa. So, so Naftali's greatness is that he had Imre Shefa. So Rashi says that is Peris Genoisa. 
Now, you know, the Amish says when people say Eretz Yisrael is great and this is Jaffa oranges, you know, they're not Hamish. Because we have, you know, Gedali Yisrael, that's our pride. What is Naftali's greatness? They had a, they had Paris Ganoisa. I mean, is that their greatness? So the Shita Mekubetz is the first tickle in Brachat Mem Dalid, Amr Aleph, says that there's a beautiful message here. Because Paris Ganoisa had the unique ability of making one bracha that patters two other foods. And he's really explaining the Targum. The Targum says, the greatness of Paris Ganoisa is you make a bracha on it. I mean, I make a bracha on every food. Zaptashita, the Targum means to, to allude that Paris Ganoisa has unique ability. It's a humble, simple barapriates. But you know what its, it's, it's, it's effectiveness is? You know what its impact is? You make a barapriates on the Paris Ganoisa. That patters, Taisa says, bread. I'm sorry, salty fish. The salty fish part is the bread. So the greatness of Peres Genois is the Hilchas Brachas implication. And there we see, like we began, that Ayyid Simcha is learning Allah properly and see everything is Zilbasa time. Thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful rest of Yom Tov.